0: Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. How about that Bianca Andreescu? She had uh, She the North trending online yesterday. She's uh, the first Canadian woman to reach the U.S. Open final. Going to be going up against Serena Williams. Here's a little bit of Bianca after the match yesterday.
1: How has this happened? Don't ask me that because I wouldn't know what to say. I think it's just all the hard work that I've been putting throughout the years. If Someone told me a year ago that I'd be in the finals of the U.S. Open this year. I would tell them you're crazy. I would have told them the same thing. I don't think I'd heard of you almost a year
2: ago. Easy, come on, but give some credit. When did you start? Are to people believe, booing her. Because that was a little like it's your job also to know the up and comers.
3: Almost a year ago. But listen,
2: I would have told them that you, you th-
0: that they're crazy. Yeah, I would have said the same thing. Yeah, what's your name again? I still can't <laughs> believe it.
1: <laughs> She's she has become a fan favorite in New York. Like she, like it's going to be interesting because Serena Williams, obviously, huge fan favorite. But Andrescu, she like the people in New York have really gotten behind her in this entire tournament.
0: Yeah, and as Canadians. Something to get excited about. Uh, I don't know a ton about tennis, but uh, I talked to some of my friends, my connections, and I think we have the phone number for a guy who does know about tennis. Let's see if we can get him on the phone. Hello? Hello, is Daniel there? Yep. Daniel, it's Taz, Jim, and Devin Peacock. We're live on the radio, FM 96 in London, Ontario.
3: How you doing?
0: Good. Good. We are speaking with one of the greatest doubles tennis players in the history of the game, Wimbledon, the Olympics. He's done it all. Eight grand slams, including a U.S. Open title back in 2004. Daniel Nestor is on the phone. Uh, pretty exciting time for Canadian tennis, wouldn't you say?
3: Yeah, it's crazy uh, how fast uh, Bianca's come through the ranks and pretty much dominated uh, women's tennis this year. Uh, do you know Bianca? Do you, have you worked with her at all? No, I mean I obviously know her and uh you know we chat when we see each other but uh she's uh she's quite a bit younger So it's a, two generations uh, have already passed and uh she's, uh she's the next gen so kind of uh, a little bit uh a little bit too young for me to know her that well but uh, obviously I'm very impressed with what I've seen.
0: But you just retired last year, didn't you Daniel?
3: I did, but last year uh Bianca was injured so her first year out of uh out of juniors Uh, She was injured, so I didn't really see her much on tour, and I didn't really uh, get to know her uh, until uh, this year. I saw her a little bit uh, before the Rogers Cup and, uh, you know, different things like that. But, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's truly amazing.
0: You had a great run, uh, a long career in terms of tennis. You see a lot of players now who are are stretching their careers. You look at Nadal, Federer, uh, Serena Williams. Their careers are going a lot longer than you used to see tennis players play. What was your secret to longevity in the game?
3: Uh, definitely knowing my body well and and taking care of myself off the court. I think as you get older, it's more about uh, you know fitness and and making sure you're in good shape rather than hitting balls and and you know the repetitions already been done. It's it's a repetition sport, but that's something that you focus on at a younger age. And and as you age, uh, you know I think it's uh, it's quite important to to do all the the right things off the court. Eat well, you know, stretching, do, doing your fitness, and just making sure you're in. They're in good shape, and I think, uh, as you said, all these players are extending their careers because of the, uh, you know, the advances that have that have happened in in sport over the last ten, fifteen years, and you know, all the different techniques and you know, the the sports science aspect of things is is always improving. Well, when you uh,
0: won the U.S. Open in the doubles back in 2004, you had Canadians uh, pretty interested in tennis, and I'm sure this weekend uh, more Canadians are going to be watching the U.S. Open than usually would with Bianca. Tell us about your experience. What was it like to win that tournament?
3: Well, for me, it it was... You know, pretty satisfying because in 1998 we actually were in the final and I uh, had one of the freakiest things happen to me in a tennis match where we were in a position to win the match uh, two points away and I had an easy t- ball on top of the net and I hit a winning volley, but my racket clipped the top of the net on the fall through. Oh. So that was, uh, that was you know, something that never actually happened in my career. <laughs> it only happened that one And time,
0: how often so. do you replay that in your head afterwards?
3: A lot, considering I'd never won a major tournament at that point, so, oh man you know it was uh, it was nice to finally get that win and and i I actually never did that well in uh in at the u s open and doubles and and uh for whatever reason, so I was you know grateful to have won that one time and obviously it was it was very special.
0: Uh, The U.S. Open. It's just because it's the U.S. Open. I think Canadians get so excited to see (laughs) our players do well. Daniel Nestor is on the phone. Uh, Tennis, great. Uh, What advice would you give Bianca heading into this weekend if she was listening to the Taz show this morning?
3: Well, we're at a point now where you, you don't want to interfere because, you know, she's got a good thing going on, and, you know, she's, way beyond your years and maturity and and you know ability and, and all that so i think it's just a matter of you know going in with the right mindset and and i, I mean i would have been the same thing i told would have said you know before the rogers cup final you know make the most of the opportunity i mean i remember at a young age you know when you start doing well and you know a lot happens really fast and, and you just think that uh you kind of maybe take things for granted that these opportunities are always going to come, but uh, they don't. And you see that in all sports where, you know, there's huge expectations after, after a great result from, you know, a team that's, that's new or athlete that's, you know, younger. And, And then for whatever happens, injuries happen, you know, loss of confidence and so many things that can happen. And, but, I mean, you know, she handled herself so well at the Rogers Cup, and, and, uh, and I mean, sh- I think she's aware of this opportunity, and, you know, and it also helps that no Canadians ever won a Grand Slam in singles. So I, I think she's pretty aware of this. and You know, the fact that she's playing Serena, who's the greatest women's player of all time, that's trying to chase uh, the record for most Grand Slam, she can tie it if she wins. and But I think... Susan hasn't performed as well in the, in the biggest uh, matches lately, and and uh, but I mean she's definitely going to be motivated, and she looks like she's playing well, and it's it's going to be a very interesting match, and I think it's it's one of the biggest matches uh, in Canadian tennis history, probably the biggest, and uh, and you know I think uh, Bianca is going to handle herself well because you know as you've watched her, she's she's come through in so many matches, so many difficult situations when she's been down, and and uh, you know so she's. Very well prepared for this match. She's won so much. There is no better practice than uh, playing matches and winning matches. So I think she's more than prepared. And you know, I would I would not be surprised at all if she, if she won the tournament and and you know became the first Canadian to win a Grand Did Slam you, single title.
0: Do you think Bianca's might be in? Uh, she's Serena Williams. Do you think Bianca might be in her head a little bit after uh, having to retire during that match at, at the Rogers Cup, or is that just going to drive Serena to uh, motivate her to play a
3: little better? Both, I think. I mean, Serena, you know, you can't discount what she's done for the sport and, and how great she is, and so obviously she's, she knows what's at stake and what to do about it and how to prepare for it. And But I think in the back of her mind, for sure, she knows how good Bianca is and, and you know, that, that match at the Rogers Cup, obviously she didn't want to lose that match not being 100%, so, you know, she uh, she just kind of, you know, Wanted to prepare for the U.S. Open and and wanted to make sure she was ready. And now here we are. We have uh, the same matchup that that all of Canada wanted. And and, and I'm sure a lot of people around the world want, uh, you know, the hottest player on tour versus the best player of all time. And and, uh, so it'll be very interesting. Kudos to you. Shout out to you,
0: Daniel Nestor. so cool to have you on. Uh, While the U.S. Open is going on, you accomplished so much in your career, and it's great to talk tennis with you. Daniel Nestor, thanks for coming on the Taz Show this morning. Thank you. Temperature was perfect last night mm-hmm. in Harris Park for Bud Light Park Jam Jam.
2: I thought so, too. Yeah, it's
0: in the, not too hot. It's not the middle of summer. It drippin' sweat. Yeah. You, you could put on, you know, if you brought a sweater, you could put the sweater on. If you didn't bring a sweater, you're still okay.
2: Yeah, I liked it because I brought a sweater, but I didn't have to tie it around my waist when I got there. Because uh-huh. it, was, it was like 20 or 19 it's right. perfect.
0: Didn't have to look like you are going to the country club <laughs> with the sweater hanging
2: around your shoulders. Carlton Banks style.
0: <laughs> you know you're getting old. When the first thing you say when someone asks you, how was the concert last night? You say, oh, the temperature was <laughs> perfect. All we needed was a light sweater. <laughs> oh, the temperature, though. The bands were nice,
2: but the temperature... <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay for that. That's just
0: luck. The, the bands were incredible. Here's our first Hammered Concert Review from
2: Bud Light Park
0: Jam with the Glorious Sons. It's time for another Hammered Concert Review. My name's Taz. I work at FM 96. No way. Yes. Yeah. No.
1: What's Brody. your name? I'm Jimmy. Brody. Brody. I'm Brody Salmon. It was what? good to see you. Salmon like the fish? Yes, yeah. Salmon like the fish. Oh, All puns intended <laughs> what did you think of glorious sons tonight? it was the best concert i've seen in a good time <laughs> what was the last concert before this one snoop dog snoop dog yes wow the concert might have been a little more packed but i'm telling you the the way that the show went was much better snoop dog i love you but you know what glorious sons took the top tonight and did you go into the little marijuana like oh, area there? Did you see the marijuana? Guys, hey, you're yeah. seeing my hat. You know what's up. Yeah. I f- smoked enough. Ganja leaves everywhere. Isn't it crazy
0: that you're allowed to bring weed yes. into a concert now? Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. You, is it strange to you? You've been to a lot was, of shows. I've been to a lot of shows over the years, and it was crazy thinking that on one the one way tickets. here. We're here because of you guys. Hold F-M96. on. Is this your mom? Yeah. This is my mom. So <laughs> your mom your mom I'm is crazy. the one saying that it's strange to bring the weed into the concert. Yes. <laughs> Guess what? I was raised right. <laughs> I was raised right. And FM 96 is the reason we were here tonight. So guess what? You better be playing.
0: You better get them tickets. You know what they (laughs) say? The family that rolls together... Stays together. Stays together. Concert Review. (laughs) I instantly regretted that. What? I think a much better saying is, the family that blazes together stays together. (laughs) The family that blazes together
2: stays... How is that not a saying? The family that blazes together
0: stays together. (laughs) Put it on a
3: t-shirt.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about Green Bay, the Packers, winning the first game of the regular season in the NFL. Devin Peacock, uh, which team did you pick to win last night's game? I can't remember.
2: It uh, doesn't really matter. Yeah, right? you can't remember either. <laughs> Why would you bet against the mustache, Dev.
0: Well, I
1: mean, both teams looked pretty bad, so I think Mm. it could have gone either way.
0: The Bears had a chance to score a touchdown and tie things up. Should be the final play before the two-minute warning. Third and ten. Trubisky to the end zone, and it's going to be picked off. It's Adrian Amos who comes back to haunt his old team. And just to be clear, if you're not a big football fan, that player's name, Adrian Amos with an M, Not
2: uh, anus with an N. It did sound like the anus came back to haunt his old team. (laughs) Right, nothing's worse.
0: I'm sure after after a concert down in the park last night drinking a whole bunch of beers, a lot of people's anuses are going to come back to haunt them today. (laughs) They've turned on us. (laughs) What the? He's the butt of many jokes. (laughs) Yeah, bit of a theme last night if you were watching Thursday Night Football. Because not only did it sound like Al Michaels said anus, there was another moment, you know, they got the the big uh, microphones on the sidelines that pick up virtually everything. <laughs> there was a conversation between two players. We don't know exactly who these players are, but it was picked up on the sidelines by the microphones. And I just want to warn everybody, if we don't know for sure if they're saying what we think they're saying, but if they are... Uh, your kids, you may not want your kids to hear it, okay? I'm going to play it because we're not 100% sure exactly what they're saying, but uh, your kids may jump to a conclusion here, so <laughs> if they're in the car, you may want to turn it down here. Okay. We ready? Hmm. This is a hot mic, and I mean hot, during the Packers-Bears game last night. I've never had my phone 36 yard line. Patterson <laughs> tried to upset Davis. Did you hear it?
1: i never had my
0: Thirty-six yard line. Paterson's. Al Michaels heard it. He's chuckling. Davis.
2: Why? Did you hear what he said? Why is that conversation happening? Did you guys hear it yes. like
0: is is it what I think it, it is?
2: Ah, uh, you know when like uh, there's a like a lineup of people at the police station and you gotta finger one of them? There's <laughs> <laughs> like a lineup of butts. The Packers are trying to penetrate the end
0: zone. <laughs> 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 That's a better way of putting it. I've never had my end
2: zone penetrated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> never got the extra point, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Never had one slip past the D line before. I was gonna say the O line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i never had <laughs> <do>. I never <laughs> my
2: 36 wow. Where did that come from?
0: It came from the sidelines. Two two players talking. Now we don't know if it was the Bears bench or the Packers bench, but you'd think If it was the Packers, then it wouldn't be the case, right? They're called the Packers.
2: (laughs) Name appropriate. (laughs) Why is that happening on the sidelines of a football game? So that's
0: what the guys, if you're wondering, and you see them sitting there chatting with each other, and you're like, oh, they must be talking about the next play. (laughs) (laughs) You know, getting the strategy down for the football game. -uh. (laughs) Nuh-uh. They're having conversations like this, apparently.
2: Thirty-six yard line. <laughs> Better than saying never have I ever. Then oh man, last I, always,
1: yeah. <laughs> I always. I oh always.
0: That's how I w- warm up for the game. <laughs> yeah, when's this when's this dumb football game over? I got some plans after this. <laughs> Be careful what you say on the sidelines, boys. Bud Light Park Jam FM ninety six night number one. It was a good party last night, and of course, after a Glorious Sons wrapped things up, we were looking for some Hammered concert reviews. It's time for another
2: Hammered concert review.
0: Kevin, hey, yes, yes, bud. Bud Light Park
1: Jam, <laughs> best I ever seen. <laughs> you enjoyed yourself tonight, then? Only the Glorious Sons, man. I would have had Texas Kings before Glo- Cold War Kids. You know? So
0: you would have mixed up the lineup a little bit.
1: Yeah, Texas Kings are way bigger than Cold War kids. Cold War kids were good, though. They're good as s***, but Texas Kings deserve the Oh, fun. they definitely should have opened for for uh, Gloria sons. That's this it. is your lady? This is my lady. This is my boy. Why don't you guys... He's, br- like, he's like, I'm going to find Taz. I want to do one of those I've reviews. I've been looking for you, man. I listen to you every little, day. Little did we know Taz and Dunner were emceeing this show. You guys, you could have sold tickets based on that alone. I don't think we could have. <laughs> do not Give us <laughs> tickets to Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Rob we want
2: tickets to, to Marilyn Manson a few weeks McCabe. ago.
1: Okay. Fucking shout
2: out to FM 96. I listen sets. to you
1: guys
0: every day. I'm telling you, I go
1: to the. Let's uh,
0: let's compare. All
2: right, let's Marilyn
0: Manson, Rob Zombie versus tonight, Glorious Sons. Which did you enjoy Glorious more?
1: Glorious Sons beats. Mom.
3: Oh, definitely Glorious Sons. What's my
1: favorite. Yes. What's your favorite song? Uh, panic Attack, probably. I don't yeah, know. Do a little singing. Oh. What noise? Oh, that's white oh, noise. That's,
0: white noise.
1: Uh, that's, totally that's the wrong f- song, guys. <laughs> D- do you believe that I'm drunk enough D- yet? I, bu- I believe.
0: Do I believe you're drunk enough for a hammered concert oh, review? Yeah, man. <laughs> I do, and I also believe you two are the perfect couple. Aw,
1: think so. It
0: wasn't a compliment.
2: Oh. Aw. <laughs> <Hey>. Hammered concert <laughs> review. <laughs> a little harsh to the lovely couple.
0: One of those couples, you know, a couple when they. They're fine, but then they lock eyes, and you're pretty sure that they're going to start making out in front of you.
2: Yeah. It's
0: it's kind of awkward, so like this moment here. This is your lady? This is my lady.
2: This is my boy.
0: I thought they were going to just start going at it. Like, look at This is my lady. This
2: is my boy.
0: You're my boy. No, you're my lady. <laughs> this is your lady? This is my lady.
1: This is my boy. Because <laughs> I'm your lady. This is my lady. This is my boy. And you are my
0: boy. (laughs) So good. What would you rather, Jim? Okay. Netflix, right now, when they put out a, a series, they just dump the entire thing on there, right? Like, you watch every
2: episode on day one. Yeah,
0: back-to-back, back. Stranger Things. You watch episode one, you go right into... like You don't even have to press anything. It goes right into episode two. Yeah. Are and you then still watching? Three, yeah. We don't care. We're rolling it anyway. <laughs> Are you alive? Um, would you rather that, or would you rather the episodes come out week by week? Because now Netflix is talking about certain shows, instead of uh, putting the entire season on there at once, they're going to be uh, putting new episodes out every week, just like mm. traditional television.
2: There is something to be said about that, like the Game of Thrones phenomenon that we all saw, right? You know, earlier this it gives summer, gives you something to look forward to. Yeah, right? it hypes it up. And I I, 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 don't have cable. I rarely watch TV, but I, as we've talked about before, I've been watching The Bachelor in Paradise, mm-hmm. and each week. It's exciting,
0: <laughs> you it's know such what I mean. A I know, I know. But it's also <laughs> I wish I wish five years ago Jim Kelly could hear today Jim Kelly saying, you know what? I really look forward every week. It's a, you know, it's just a glimmer of light in my miserable life. But it's
2: not because of the love. It's because these are all train wreck losers who are hilarious to watch uh-huh. go down the, the weird rabbit holes. You love the show, and it, it's some. You're like, oh, oh, tonight's Bachelor in Paradise yeah, night. I've something to do. Appointment tuning.
0: Right. I've got something to do
2: tonight totally and the uh, you know it makes you look forward to something you yeah. know and it makes when the episode comes out it's more satisfying because you gotta wait for it you know why i like it because
0: i completely forget everything that has happened in season one by the time season two comes out yeah because you're watching in two three days an entire season of television instead of taking like uh, three or four months, right? If you watch every week an episode, then it drags it out a little more. You don't have to wait as long for the next season to come along. hmm Like there always are I start watched season one, it was great. Season two, we started watching it and I'm like, I can't even remember what happened in the first
2: season. We yeah. watched one or two episodes and we were done. And I feel like when you watch them all back to back, you don't it's just it, it's a blur. No, Even even like, yeah. when, you, when you watch one episode at a time, you think about it that week, and you remember stuff way more. And if it comes out
0: week by week, I mean, eventually the entire thing's going to be on there. So you can wait and watch it all at once still, if that's yeah. the way you want to
2: do it. Yeah, and as long as all the other seasons, you know, you can still go back and watch all of them and binge watch them. But that being said, I can wait a week if I choose to myself. You know, if I really no, want to drag it out.
0: No, you can't. That's like saying I can buy an ice cream cake and just have a slice a
2: week. I'm going to open this bag of chips and have just one.
0: Right. I'm just going to have a chip a week (laughs) out of
2: this bag. It'll It'll last last me a while. Yeah, I'm going to have one beer tonight after work. Yeah, right. (laughs) Six at least. That's the Taz
0: Show podcast.